1: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another edition of the Ballast and Skeen Show. Ballast and Skeen Show here at TheWolverine.com, and I am uh, broadcasting to you from Mr. Spots, man, my favorite spot on campus, Doug Skeens. I see you celebrating there. Uh, he's got some drool on his chin. You're gonna might want to get that taken care of. I'm about ready to order a uh, a Philly original here. Uh, these guys are the best spot in town. Everybody asks me, they must be paying you for this. I'm like, no, no, man. These guys are great people. I love this spot. This is literally my favorite place in Ann Arbor, next to Michigan Stadium, probably. And uh, and they're just great people. I love great people. So Keith and Tim. I've been friends for a while. I've been a a regular here for a long time. I know Doug Skeen wishes he didn't live so far away so he could get here Mm -hmm. more. So yeah. uh, I want to thank these guys for letting me set up here um, and uh, broadcast. We're getting ready to go to the Jim Harbaugh press conference uh, and the Sharon Moore press conference. Skeen, it's hard to believe all the stuff that the NCAA has thrown at these guys, and I get it, and I understand uh, the importance of investigations and stuff like that, but an an expedited investigation in which you are – uh interviewing kids the days of games and some of them bring bringing the tears and stuff like that is disgusting to me uh especially over something like this uh am
0: i wrong well it's un it's unusual for sure i don't know of any of any other season for any other team even back to the days of smu right? way back in the 80s when smu got crushed for for what they did way back when, when they were just flat out paying guys on a monthly salary. I don't remember anybody in football, basketball, or any of it being being investigated game weeks in a season, and not just any season ballast, but a season, the special one like Michigan has going, where the NCAA is in there, strong arming kids, interviewing kids, mm-hmm. putting them under the, you know, the 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 the, the figurative spotlight. Uh, getting them to try to rat each other out I, I can't imagine how distracting that would be it'd be unfortunate it'd be it'd be anger i'd be angry i'd be frustrated i'd want these guys out especially now with the season coming down to where michigan has been looking forward to getting back to for a an entire year and they got to deal with this and they got to continue to deal with this so uh, it it sucks for them and i guess they just got to fight through it
1: But what we learned today from our sources uh, at the Big Ten at Michigan is that they don't have to deal with it this week, okay? Gee, thanks, guys. Thanksgiving, uh, you are not going to see any player interviews this week. It looks like there is no more fallout coming with the coaches. As we know, Chris Partridge was fired on Friday. It had nothing to do with his involvement in it, uh, but the cover-up is worse than the crime, Doug, uh, type of thing. And, uh, you know, that's something that you just can't do. And from what I understand, he accepted responsibility for it. Uh, Chris Partridge is a good guy, and uh, we're going to miss him here. So, But you can't make mistakes like that and expect to keep your job is basically what they said. So, um, But that is good news for them and for the coaches. Now they can concentrate on Ohio State. And let's be clear here. Again, Michigan strongly believes, and there is more and more leaking out about the link from Ohio State to the private investigators. Uh, I understand that the Big Ten said no known connections. Uh, Michigan is trying to find those connections. That much we can promise you. Uh, they've made some steps in that respect. So uh, that's only going to piss these guys off a little bit more. If you go into the Michigan locker room and say, hey, guys, uh, Ohio State did this because they couldn't beat you on the field. This is Anyway, this is what they could probably say. You know what? They had to go hire a private investigator to say you guys were cheating, and that's the only reason you beat them. I would imagine those guys are going to be a little bit fired up this week, Steve.
0: Well, it, it, in a normal world, ballast, that certainly would be gravy on top of what is a week filled with plenty of emotion and juice leading into this football game. So it's just – It's on top of what is normally the week where you focus as a player, as a teammate, as a coach to do your very, very best because this week means so much. This is how you're measured for the rest of your life and how you succeeded against this program down in Columbus. And so, yeah, all these other distractions. And if, if in fact, Ohio State did these things, then it's a little more juice. I don't know that it's going to make or break you know, the X's and O's and the blocking and the tackling, but there's no shortage of juice in this week and this year is no exception.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. So um, first things first, I want to talk about game time here. Guys, if you haven't gotten your Ohio State tickets, game time app is probably the way to go. I've used it twice now, once in Austin, Texas, got great seats. Once for Detroit Lions game earlier this year, I got great seats. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful and it certainly wasn't for me at the last second when I went down to Austin, Texas. see texas play byu fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have Uh, they have flash deals and last minute tickets again that's what i did when i was in texas Uh, It was fantastic easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area images of seat views which really helped me for the lions game i knew exactly where i was going to be seeing and that's exactly what i saw lowest price guarantee guys And gals, in in the event of a cancellation, there's event cancellation protection, job loss protection, stuff like that. So, uh, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Wolverine that's code Wolverine for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, Skeen, I'm guessing you're going to be watching this game from your basement, but let's talk about Maryland here a little bit. And you know, we had our Little tech session going again with uh, former mullet punter Chris Stapleton freaking out again during the game and saying, what's wrong, Skeen? What's wrong with the offensive line? What was wrong with the offensive line, Doug? It looked to me like Miles Hinton was moving some people early on at left tackle. When he got hurt, uh, things slowed down a little bit. But uh, a couple guys need to elevate their play. And, you know, we always talk about, okay, if they play like this next week, we haven't seen that in this game. You know what? Every game is different. So we I'm not going to worry about that. But certainly guys need to be better than they have the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, well, I would go back to the Purdue game, right, Ballas? So that was the first opponent where we saw two quality defensive ends on passing downs that gave us some problems. And and then it continued, uh, obviously, with Penn State. Uh, and then in this game, because of injuries and the switch-up up there at that offensive line, Carson Barnhart is clearly a better right tackle than he is a left tackle. Uh, and then you mix some other guys around in, in and in a game that, that – was was uh, had an opponent with a really good quarterback there on the other team there that could make some plays and and suddenly the game got tighter. But specifically with that offensive line, the pass blocking um, is has been exposed to be a concern, right? And so I think we're solid in the middle. I think that 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 our that our pass protection issues from the A gaps into the outside B gaps are generally pretty good. It's the edge rushes, and when our tackles are exposed in a one-on-one situation, where we usually see some leakage and some hits on our quarterback, and a lot of that time, it's just a drop shoulder, kind of like we saw Hutch do in the end of the game yesterday against uh, Minnesota. Or I'm sorry, the uh, the Bears there. Uh, that that dropping and, and dro- driving around the edge gives our tackles problems, and that's when we're getting our quarterback hits. So I don't know if JJ needs to see and feel that and move up a little bit. But our, our our pass protection is officially a concern at this point going into this game, okay. and 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 why that is, you know, defenses are throwing blitzes at us and doing whatever. But a lot of times it's just one on ones, ballas. It's just flat out one on one. So Carson's going to have to have the game of his life at right tackle, and hopefully Ladarius or whoever plays left is over there. If it's Carson over there, then you got to man up and play, and we got to go, and 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 we got to go with whoever we've got at right tackle. It's- uh, hope. Hopefully, that injury situation gets better. Yeah, it
1: sounds like Ladarius is going to be okay. It was more precautionary than anything. But I will say this you say game of his life, but last year, Carson Barnhart played well against these guys. Yeah. And he's better than what he has shown. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's limited. Maybe he's banged up or something like that. But last year, against two of the same guys I think they'll be facing this year, uh, he held his own, more than yeah. held his own at right tackle. So LD is the one you're going to say, okay, man, this is, you got to move your feet against guys like this because you know that. Ohio State is going to be trying to exploit those matchups. They're not going to be as aggressive as they were last year. I don't think there's any question about that. So uh, a bigger concern is J.J. McCarthy's health. And we said going in, he wasn't 100%. You could see that. Uh, They are going to need him to be able to run the ball a little bit better and uh, to be able to run the ball a little bit more, in my opinion, because the running game still isn't where it needs to be. And at this point in the year, you know, now I remember, I go back to 1993 or 1995 when Biaka Biakapatuka, Michigan, had – been running the ball okay all year, and then they explode, and he has 300-something yards against Ohio State. So I'm not saying it's not possible, and I'm thinking guys w- are going to ramp up their games here. But with the running game where it is, you need J.J. McCarthy to be healthy and to be able to run the ball on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's a good question is what, what was going on with J.J. there. It just felt like just watching watching the tight the tight views on the television there, ballast, and throughout the game, there was something off, right? The body language that- wasn't there. The look in his eyes didn't seem to be the same. And, uh, you know, obviously he made the big mistakes with the with the turnovers there, and it really sucked the life out of his body language, I thought. And that's not a guy you really want to have happen, uh, have that happen to, because he's the guy in that quarter, in that huddle, that's driving the confidence as they go to the line of scrimmage. You're absolutely right. The, the running game, Michigan cannot and will not be able to abandon the running game uh, to try to be some sort of passing attack in this game, because we can't. It's not who we are. And so... We try to run the football in key situations there against Maryland, and we're just not getting the clean looks, and we're just not getting to the linebackers the way we should. And you know they've got guys playing tighter to the line of scrimmage, and we're causing some issues there. But at some point, it just comes down to ex- it just comes down to execution and confidence in execution for that offensive line to get it going. Uh, there's no doubt that they can; they just need to do it. Uh, so we got to keep our quarterback healthy and upright, Ballas. I've said this for years that you and I are doing this, and I'll keep saying it as long as I'm alive. If you want to have a good quarterback performance, you got to keep him clean and upright to get him going early in the football game, keep him unhit even after he delivers the football, get his confidence going, and then you have a much better chance of success later on in the football game.
1: Am I wrong wanting to see a little bit more of Kalel Mullings? Here's a guy who's a little bit fresher than the other backs. Blake Corum. I love him. Okay, he's banged up. You can see that this guy is, you know, he's taking a beating. Some of the hits that he's taken this year compared to previous years are, are massive. Donovan Edwards, the same thing. Uh, these guys are getting wrenched and thrown around and everything else. Claude Mullings runs hard. He had a couple runs in there, I think a couple carries for 15 yards, and then we never saw him again. Maybe yeah. this is a guy that you can use a little bit more in this game. The way that uh, Ohio State used Chip Traynham last year, he was he looked to me, even though uh, Trivion obviously was their better back, he looked healthy. He looked uh, amped up. I think Kilel Mullins has, has a bigger role on this team if they want
0: him. Well, Mullins is a great curveball and a great yeah. third asset for this offense, no question in my mind. And and I think it, it it might be time. But we you talk about the hits that that Blake has been taking, this guy is an absolute stud in there. I mean, this dude absolutely delivers a lot of blows to Ballas, and yep. he's always falling forward, and he's got a low shoulder. Is obviously got a lower center of gravity so when you come up to to deliver a blow on that dude you better be ready to take one as well yeah. and he physically looks like right he's taken the toll over the course of a season but everybody has going into this game on saturday Ballas, we're at game number 12 here we go it's yeah. been a long season no matter who you played and so the bumps and the bruises are all there and these two running backs of ours three of them and our quarterback and the offensive line. This is part of the deal. You just get to this point, and it's it is what it is. So it's time to go, and this is where the juice so we talked about earlier. The juice covers the bumps and the bruises, and oh, my shoulder's sore, and my wrist hurts, and my knee is sore. All that seemed to just it just as you get closer to Saturday, those things go away, and you don't yep. think about it, and you go out there on that body adrenaline, and you perform. That's right. Hey
1: Keith, can you put in a, a six-inch uh, steak and cheese for you with extra cheese and mushrooms, please? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Charge him double. Charge him double. double." Hey, guys, if you come into Mr. Spots and say my name, you will probably get charged more. So don't say my name. Just come in here and support these guys. These are great, uh, great dudes. So uh, love Keith. You know what? Marty Turco, former hockey goalie, used to tell me he'd come back in here and they'd let him make his own back here. I have a story up that I wrote about these guys on the wall here. Fantastic. Uh, So come on in and support Mr. Spots just because they're great people with great food. So. Um, all right. I, and Speaking of, uh, of banged up, man, uh, it's been a rough season for us, too. The last month has been hell. Uh, thank you to Rogue Shop, uh, another one of our sponsors. Go to RogueShop.com if you have issues, sleeping, chronic pain, or have any anxiety or stress. That is all of the above for me in the last week. Uh, as you can tell, I'm not looking my best right now. Uh, the gym has been calling me and asking me where I have been. I said I've been across the street at McDonald's, but thanks to Rogue Shop, at least. I have been able to sleep at night and uh, and some of the pain and the anxiety stress has gone down. When you use promo code, the Wolverine, that's the Wolverine, get 10% off your order. Uh, Rogue Shop sells CBD, THC, edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, and soaps. They handcraft all their topical soaps, candles, bath salts, massage oils, and tinctures. They grow their own cannabis in their own manufacturing facility. All their products are made with their cannabis. Their website has a 24 seven chat function where customers can ask them anything. Their edibles are custom formulated with cannabis, vitamins, and plant materials. They've been great for me, helping me sleep, like I've said. It is America's number one online dispensary and health and wellness shop. A true small business, disabled veteran-owned. We love our veterans, scheme, Uh, As you know, rogueshop.com. Use promo code, the Wolverine, all together, the Wolverine, and get 10% off your order. Thanks, guys, at the Rogue Shop. So, um, All right, let's talk a little bit more about Uh, the defense here on Saturday. These guys gave up some big plays. They're still not giving up running plays, and it's going to be the biggest challenge of the year. Trevion Henderson is a great back, a great back, once it gets going especially. So, um, But two things. One thing I want to dispel, you know, uh, there's a lot of pressure on Ohio State here. Number one, last year they admitted going into that game they thought Michigan had their signals, so they changed them up. They don't have any excuses for last year. That's a bunch of horse crap, okay? But number two, if indeed you are the ones that opened up this – private investigation on Michigan now and you're like well you got all the pressure off Ryan Day now and this is the reason that we haven't been able to beat Michigan you know what you, Michigan doesn't have their head coach uh number two uh you've got all this other stuff going on Ryan Day was on the hot seat he hasn't beaten Michigan twice now in two years so uh, there's a lot of pressure
0: on these guys isn't there well, there's pressure on Ryan Day, yeah. and I'm sure there's pressure on the coordinators down there. But I, I have a hard time believing that the left tackle and the, and the defensive end and, and Eichenberg and middle linebacker are feeling any of that. They just have the same emotion going into this football game as the, as the guys in our jerseys are, are going to have. They don't care about that stuff. They probably are not talking about that stuff. They're talking about the same X's and O's that, that our guys are talking about, and how do we defeat them with our technique and our execution? Uh, I can only imagine the pressure that's on that head coach that we're looking at that right there, because we've seen that, right? We saw a little bit of the emotion come out of him after they beat Notre Dame and in, in a moment that I don't think was his best Uh when he's talking about some retired coach who's, you know, God knows what he's 100, doing. 100, you, right, 112 years old. We're right. Up. So, We're so, up. you know, I, I, I can imagine, you know, this dude's a pressure cooker nowadays, but I don't know that that translates to the player's balance. I really don't. And, and I, you know, in my experience of playing in that in the Ohio state game in a Michigan uniform, it doesn't matter. Anything outside the white lines doesn't matter. It's about execution and getting where you need to be in the football field and, and doing that what you can to impose your will on the guy in the other uniform. And that's, what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. And I saw CJ Stroud get a little flustered by the crowd noise a couple of years ago, if that's the case, um, you know, and he still played well at times. He still had three for almost yeah. 100 yards, I think. Yeah, but Pretty good player. Uh, yeah, you've got this other kid out here who is playing in this game for the first time. And uh, you know what? Would it surprise anybody if, if he peed down his leg a little bit in this environment? He hasn't been great this year. He's gotten better, granted, against decent competition, not great competition. You saw what the, the Penn State defense did to them at their place. I think the Michigan defense is even better than the Penn State defense. So mm-hmm. um what do you do, though, with uh, a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr., man? Is this a guy that you bracket? Um, you know what? I I remember they tried to go to the tight end a couple times last year. He didn't come up with the plays, Stover. But Marvin Harrison, to me, is the one guy in the passing game that you really have to account for. What, how do you do that?
0: Well, Will Johnson, that's what you do. Hmm. You, you take our best defender and you put him on there and you lock him up and you say, here's your day. Go be a, go be a pro. And I just don't think there's any question about the, the, the talent level of, of Marvin Harrison Jr. and how awesome that kid is. And, but I think we got a pretty good one on defense too. And I think you, you probably maximize that matchup as best you can. Yeah. And then at other times you can do other things. You can roll safeties over there and give whoever's on him. And if you don't have Johnson on him and all the time, you can give some help that way. And then you got to do really good, you know, in the rest of the passing defense. But to answer to the, 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 the quickest answer is how do you neutralize Marvin, Marvin Harrison? You get to the quarterback. Yeah. You, you get to the quarterback and disrupt him. And suddenly Marvin Harrison can't be as effective as he can be when the quarterback holding that football right there can't see downfield to find him because he's worried about his protection. So the answer is always the same, Ballas. Make the quarterback nervous. Hit the quarterback. Make him think about protection instead of where his best targets are.
1: And first thing first, stop the run. Uh, You know um, They've done that for the majority of this year. Again, this is going to be their biggest challenge in that respect. I think Ohio State will not give up on the run as quickly as they did the last oh. couple of years, especially with Henderson back there. So yeah. I think this is going to be a more typical, traditional Michigan-Ohio State game. Uh, and it looks like there's some snow flurries in the uh, in the forecast there, at least there was at one point. So you know what? They're getting their parkas ready down there in Columbus, that tough team. <laughs> but I think they're going to try to prove their toughness a little bit more in the running game. Wouldn't you expect this to be a little more? Yeah, bit I think
0: if, yeah. if I had that kid running back there, I absolutely yeah. would, just as we're going to with our running backs. Mm-hmm. And so Henderson's a really nice back, got some really good speed uh and so you try to get him going and if you can get him going then that's exactly what they'll do why would you not do that even though you have harrison jr out there but the play action if they get him going the play action could be a real problem because of what that allows them to do off of those those popular or more successful running plays if in fact yeah. they have those just as we do the same thing ballas so yeah. you know they i don't think either one of these coaching staffs are going to reinvent the obvious uh, what they do best here come Saturday. is yep. just going to come down to execution, as I keep saying.
1: Yep. I want you to see this sandwich here, man, that you don't get any of. Right there. Look at that baby with extra <laughs> mushrooms down there and extra cheese. That's good for the heart, baby. So I, love, I have a vitamin every day. It's called a, uh, a steak and cheese for Mr. Spots, as Jim Harbaugh would say. So, um, okay. I do want to say one thing, too, about the – I want to say one more thing about the Maryland game. And everybody's like, man, these guys, what's wrong? They look different. Okay. Number one, they've been interviewed all week by the NCAA. A lot of these guys, they've been asked basically to turn on either their coaches or their players. Uh, Guys are kind of looking at each other sideways. What did he say? What did he say? Type of thing. Number two, you have a position coach get fired on a Friday. You've got every talking head in the country saying that more is coming. And by the way, we have confirmed that that is not the case, that no other coaches have been implicated at this time. It'll be uh, at least a couple weeks, I think, before the the NCAA picks up its investigation again. So that's good news. But this is human nature, right? If you're a player, Skeen, and you're hearing all this crap and it's going on, it's going to affect you, isn't it? You can see it in the body language. You can see it in their eyes after the game, Skeen. Well,
0: there's there's two things, right? I, I do think you're correct that mm-hmm. that's a disruption inside the building. There's This is a football team at this point in the season – even even back to september these guys are all about routines you know exactly how your monday looks you know how your tuesday all the way through saturday you know what you're probably going to do next sunday when you're in a football season the the coaches want it that way the players prefer it that way and then all of a sudden you got these ncaa guys coming in asking questions and now when you're sitting around with your buddies back at the house or the dorm or in the locker room or wherever it is you're talking about these things instead of other things that you would normally be talking about, the upcoming game, how do you think you played, how's your girlfriend doing, how's your mom and dad, how's class, what are we doing tonight for dinner, those kinds of things, right? Normal guy stuff. So, yes, it is absolutely a disruptive factor for their routines. The other thing that stuck out to me as I'm watching that Maryland-Michigan game, I remember a few years ago when Ohio State went out there the week before they played us, and yeah. they lost. They lost by one drop ball, and it was too low. It was Maryland. Yeah. Yes. It was Ohio State at Maryland, and Maryland had them. in in, 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 uh, yeah, they threw, he threw the football. Maryland had the ball, threw the football. To the defender or to the receiver in the in the end zone. It was just off a little bit. What yes. off his fingertips? Yes. Had the kid caught that ball, Maryland wins the football game. Ohio State did not look good. And I remember you and I and other Michigan fans like, oh, here we go. Ohio State's ripe for the picking. And then the Buckeyes came out the following week and looked like the Super Bowl champions and destroyed us. Right. So
1: of course they had Michigan signs, according to people in <laughs> well, Ann Arbor. That's
0: whatever. true. I don't I'm well, I don't you, even care. Exactly I don't even care said. about so yep. we're talking about the fact that Michigan, yeah, didn't look all that sharp, didn't look all that great against Maryland because of all the things that are normally going on in a football season in a in a game sandwiched between Penn State and Ohio yep. State. And I don't care. I don't like to see it. No one does, mm-hmm. but these are young men that are early in early twenties, and you had a little bit of a letdown, and now that's over. Yep. I don't expect to see any of that again. And no. so no, I don't either. yep. So Uh, I hate the fact that this game
1: is played after Thanksgiving now. It used to be great. You would get this game, and then you would watch some games on Friday or you'd go back for Thanksgiving and watch games on Friday and stuff like that. It sucks. Uh, Hopefully these guys don't eat too much uh, like you guys used to on the Thanksgiving after (laughs) the Ohio State game, but the families will be in, and I like it. I I like that uh, that they're all going to be together, and really they only have each other, man. That's really the only thing you can do, right, is rally around each other.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, at the at this point in the season for this Michigan football team, just like I said, routines, and now campus is empty, right? A lot of the students, if not all of them, are left town, to go home for Thanksgiving break. And so you always feel a bit of isolation at that time. And And now with the game being played when it is during Thanksgiving weekend, it's even more so. But then you throw on top of that Michigan against everybody mentality that these guys have. I'm guessing they're getting pretty good at blocking things out, You bring in the families, and it probably does feel like it's us against the naysayers, and it's us against uh, everybody who thinks that we've done our success because of, of uh, cheating and stealing signs, and all that BS goes out the window, and it can galvanize the locker room ballast. It can galvanize guys together for a lot of good things, and that's what we expect on Saturday. It
1: is, and let's go to the elephant in the room here, though, and it's very clear. There were some things off in the sequencing offensively, I thought, on Saturday and things that we haven't seen all year. Uh, Second and three, a couple deep shots, you know, instead of moving the chains. And, you know, once in a while, that's great. Um, Some of the run, run, run when, uh, you know, on third and long, um, to me, playing to the defense, I get uh, as long as your defense is playing really well. But I thought Maryland was moving the ball pretty efficiently there so uh, it hurts not having Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines and there's a reason for that because Jim Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in football at any level so uh, are we are people overlooking the fact here that Jim Harbaugh not being on the sidelines is a huge factor in this game
0: I think so I, I think it's probably bigger than some think because you know obviously we had success against Penn State uh, executing without him in that football game, and then and then we won this other one here against Maryland. But there were a few possessions in a row in that second half that I I felt the same thing you just described. It's like what is going on here offensively? We don't seem like we're in sync. We don't have the kind of language, or body language, positivity that I'm feeling. We're not chunking off yards, and it just seems to be off the trail, off the off the rails here a little bit. And so, is that a Jim Harbaugh factor on a Saturday? Well, if it was. Then Coach Harbaugh today and for the rest of this week right up to Saturday morning has got to get Coach Moore and the rest of his staff to feel the the, the flow that they had leading up to the absence of Coach Harbaugh here a couple weeks ago. So however they need to do it, they need to figure it out because against Ohio State, you can't have two or three bad possessions in a row because they're going to score some points.
1: Yeah, they certainly are. Um, Skeen, the last thing I want to say about this, I know that you've always said this is a rivalry based on respect. After the game, you guys go up, you shake hands. I think that has changed, and I think it's changed forever with this latest, uh, this latest crap that's going on. Uh, you hate to see it. At the same time, you see the rivals taking their shots. Uh, Ohio State has been, you know what? uncharacteristically quiet in a lot of, and there are a lot of reasons for that. You got Michigan State down the road taking shots at Michigan and saying, you know, hit Harlan and Barnett after the Indiana game, saying Indiana stole signs legally, like Michigan needed any signs to kick the living shit out of of Michigan State, let's be clear here. So uh, I think rivalries have changed. I think Michigan's relationship with the Big Ten has changed. To me, this rivalry will never be the same going forward. Your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I, I again, I go back to the, the experiences as, as a player who was out there. And, and over the years, Ballas, there's always been reasons to hate your rival. And, and those are two different rivals. The Spartans and the Buckeyes are different for us. and They feel different on the field, at least my experience was. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same uh, nowadays. For the most part, I think it's the same. Um, I think that football players nowadays more than ever – have a more more cordial relationship with their rivals. And you watch games, just watching college football in general, after the game, even in heated rivalry games, you see a lot of guys congratulating each other, shaking hands, giving the short man hug kind of thing. And I don't think that that's a whole lot different here in this football game. I think the emotions, uh, certainly from an outsider's perspective, you know, draw in, and we see the the opposite colors, and we can feel our chest tighten with the desire for us to win. But at the at the end of the game and during the game. Uh, you're looking at across the field there at some really good football players in opposite color jerseys, and usually what happens at the end is you recognize and have a respect for how good they are. I think that that still exists out there. I think that those on television that produce these pregame shows and all, on all that like to think that it doesn't exist, but I do believe that it does. And then and the other evidence is you can see what happens, you know, when you guys when these a lot of these guys go off to the NFL. You got Michigan and Ohio State guys playing next to each other at the next level. And there are some of the best friends, as you can see, because you can see the body language on Sundays. I don't suspect that during the game there's going to be any show of love, but afterwards, I think that these guys will shake hands and move on. Now, the head coaching, the head coaching guys, <laughs> ours, ours won't be there, but I don't think you know that that feeling is the same for the coaches. Um, but they're not playing the game. But I do think that out there, there there is a mutual respect in this game, as far as the Spartans go, and 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 those guys i mean they got a whole different world of problems and good grief they're irrelevant at this point you know as it relates to the michigan football season and michigan state's got their own problems that they need to get fixed and get fixed fast but hopefully that you know hopefully that happens sooner than later for the for the guys on their team but what why why hopefully to hell with them <laughs> you know well it, you know it's so i you know again I I say these things as from a from a player's perspective, and in somewhere on that roster up there at Michigan State, there there are some good kids, ballast that are out there doing the right thing, and they got hung out in the wind too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because they wear the opposite color jersey doesn't mean they're all evil people. I didn't say that. Yeah, no, 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 that's I know I'm saying that right. Yeah. So, but but yeah, generally speaking, uh, you know, Coach Barnett taking a shot at Michigan, you know, weeks after we drop the bomb on them i it's a it's a non-factor it doesn't mean anything no right. one's right. listening no one cares yeah so
1: well they do their fans just eat them up maybe it'll lead well, them to higher. But to a degree
0: ballast. that's always yes. the case right i mean there's yeah. there's a certain percentage there's a certain percentage of michigan state and i don't think it's a large percentage but there's a certain percentage of michigan state folks that are always going to measure how their day goes yeah. according to what happens in ann arbor it's yeah, a sickness. About, it's it's yeah, ridiculous.
1: Right. It's probably only and like 80, 89 or ninety percent.
0: I don't think know? it's that high, but there's well, a I percentage. Yeah, and then yeah. and then the same thing. The same thing <laughs> could be said for you know uh, Michigan fans, what goes on in Columbus to a degree, and the same thing happens with friends down in Columbus yeah, who just are obsessed right. with what Michigan or is or is not doing. Yeah, but I, the, the reason that the Buckeyes have been eerily quiet the last you know leading into this game is what we've done the last two years. There's nothing for them to say. Right. And if I were if I were Ryan Day, I would have said the same thing. You guys keep your mouths shut, yep. and we'll talk about this behind our closed doors. And we'll go do and execute the way we should. Yep. And and if I'm Michigan, I, I'm saying the same thing. Michigan hasn't been talking a lot of smack that I'm aware of going into this no. football game.
1: No, so. they haven't. They haven't had an opportunity to because they've been defending themselves. But now, hopefully, they can let loose, take it all out on the field on Saturday, go to another Big Ten championship game. We'll see how it plays out. He's Doug Skeen, Michigan's five time. Big Ten champion, former All-Big Ten offensive lineman. I appreciate your insights as always, my brother, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Ballas, don't eat three or four of those cheesesteaks. Now, you only showed us one, but I got yeah, a feeling you yeah, got two or three of food there. over
1: here. Thank you, Mr. Spots, again, for letting us uh, do our podcast here. These guys are fantastic. Uh, after Thanksgiving is when my diet starts. I am making no apologies for what I eat here or at my mother's house between now and then. Have a great Thanksgiving. All of you guys as well. We will talk to you after the game. Go Blue.